This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The Sports Gambling Podcast featuring people who only bet on the Bucks last Sunday. Let's hear it. Uh, Woo! You guys see Tom, did you guys see the video of Tom Brady stumbling around like a college freshman on second day rush? Uh, must, I haven't been so inspired in ages since he must that have, uh, Wow, He, he must have eaten an apricot or something through his delicate it pH was, it balance. Was his, first, his first carbs in six months. Uh, a carb. <laughs> he was uh, carb drunk. Football season is done, but we are not. Uh, we're, we're coming at you with new episodes about sports investments and also just, uh, well, you know, whatever the fuck. Uh, it's the off season. Chill. Uh, chill. Uh, so welcome to, on that note, welcome to the Valentine's Day Does It Have a Right to Exist episode. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, and, and as I indicated, this is the Valentine's Day Does It Have the Right to Exist episode. We are joined by our main hosts, Rain Man and Capper, for this episode. Uh, and I figured a good place just to start. Uh, Capper, what you got in Valentine's Day plans? Well, we certainly celebrate Valentine's Day here because we're not monsters. Um, but we do not celebrate Valentine's Day on the night of Valentine's Day because um, that's Week, just... Weeknight? Yeah, it's well, it's just like commercial, you know. They commercialize everything. They overcharge you for meals. They they want you to buy flowers on the well, day just and they upcharge the, you. Let's just, just hear just what the plan is here, Cap. Oh, well, we'll be getting a nice takeout um, Friday night. That's um, Friday? 12th. That's Valentine's Friday Day nights, Eve. the 12th. Okay. Eve's Eve. Um, we'll be getting takeout from a nice dinner because we're not sitting in restaurants right now because we're not just savages. <laughs> um, I'll be bringing a nice bouquet home for the missus. Um, you wasted the good surprise on the podcast. Roses? Long stem? She'll like that. Yeah, we, yeah. you do roses on Valentine's Day. I think that's pretty standard. Okay. Uh, oh, you think? Huh? Man, do you want to give us? Do you want to give us your? Yeah. Your okay. Words? I mean, so I, I'm I'm a big proponent of Valentine's Day. Uh, luckily, unlike Capper, my wife does not listen, so I can kind of crowdsource some ideas here. Uh, <laughs> current plans: do a date night, dinner, and a movie on Valentine's Day. Not a savage. The movie will be. It's going to be Mank uh, because there's uh. some bonus points involved. One. It's about old Hollywood, which seems a little bit more cultured for some reason. Also, not about sports. <laughs> Uh, two, it looks incredibly boring, so no one would ever want to watch that, but I'm willing to watch it with you, honey. Bonus <laughs> oh, point. Uh, three, it's in black and white. Uh, that just sounds awful, but bonus points. Uh, so I'm going to do the whole pivot to the arts after football season. At least that's the conversation I'll be having with my wife. Uh, I'm going to bait her into the whole thing. We're going to do Oscar movies, Martin Ott, Simina. It's going to be a great spring. Then around halfway through Mink, I expect we'll be extremely bored, and that will sound incredibly unappealing to both of us. So we can just go back to watching sports on TV, drinking beer, and texting my friends all night while she uh. watches VH1 on her iPad and drinks wine. Perfect relationship. I thought you were going to do you, something else. Yeah, right. Just need that mink jump When you got bored. I would say, yeah, Rayman, by far, just, uh, you do, I anticipated this already, but you are a master of romance. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, by the way, the artist is another. If you've already seen Mank with your with your significant other, the artist works. I know it won Best Picture ten years ago. Bonus point, and also no one's ever seen it, so so it'll, that'll work too. Uh, so bring the paddles, shock the system, love V Day. Now, of course, I have to volunteer to cook dinner to show that I am also post sports in the spring doing the cooking hobby thing. And I have two options, and I, I would appreciate your advice here. The first is uh, champagne and mac and cheese. The pros I have in my pros and cons list are pros, easy to cook, would be delicious. Everyone likes mac and cheese, and champagne actually pairs well, so, you know, you kind of get – Looks like you know what you're doing. That's helpful. And it also shows that you can't actually cook, so you don't actually have to cook that often. It's not a real hobby going forward. You can go back to the sports beer and TV thing. Uh, cons, this is... low effort. Not great. Uh, but two, try to make something incredibly elaborate like Valencian paella. Completely ruin it because, of course, I cannot cook Valencian paella. I'm just paella. stunned by this. And then order a pizza, which also pairs well with champagne, which is a pro. We're just uh, going to keep letting them go, huh? Sort of like, well, I'm trying to get some advice here. It's sort of like a rom You don't want advice. This is a monologue, my dude. And, <laughs> this is, a, then, this is know, the monologue the of, of a sad ranching man. Paella. It, this is how my brain works, Joe. My brain, it's too thought out. It's like playing chess every time hey, I make a decision. I, well, Ray, man, you know who you know who would be a great person to ask about this? Your fucking wife. Why the hell? No, 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 because that lets her under the curtain. See, if I pull away the illusion, there the whole is, point of Valentine's yeah, Day she doesn't for me, want in there. is getting to that she point, man, my guy, there is not one thing you have said that she would be surprised by or requires like you to to hot to bail it. You aren't you aren't getting a marching band coming down the street. You're talking about fucking paella. <laughs> I can't make paella. She'll never want me to cook again. It's beautiful. No, you can't do it. I can't make Valencia paella. So what do you think? You're do I go with the mac and cheese or the paella, then order a pizza? You're gonna give pizza. her three carbs back to back to back. That's how we're. That's how we're. No, 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 no. It's it's mac and cheese, or I burn the paella so we can't eat it. So I order a pizza. So you're it's gonna like a rom-com cute thing. Actively burn the paella. Oh, so it's like a meat cute rom com thing. Yeah, oh, but no. not meat. But yeah, the yeah. Is yeah, yeah. Oh, if I is burnt, I can never cook this again. Is, oh, like, no. I gotta say, you've said some like truly sad things before, but this is the most depressing shit I have ever heard. I, can, I, can I just get an answer, please? Pizza. Yeah, it's probably pizza. Paella pizza. Roses. All right, we're making paella on Sunday night, fellas. Saturday night. Uh, and I think that's actually a fantastic lead into to the point of this episode, the thesis, which is Valentine's Day doesn't have a right to exist. Uh, it seems, as, as Rain Man has indicated, you are a strong proponent. Uh, Capper, you're you're a proponent, but in a non-traditional sense. You seem to be on the edge here. Uh, I'll, and I'll just clarify, I think Valentine's Day is fucking bullshit. Uh, it's a dumb, it's a dumb fucking holiday. But but How Capper, dare you? But Capper, why are you, you sort of all, you? But Capper, you're the most confusing take. Like Rain Man, you can clearly hear this is a guy who does need a day as a tent pole that says with a heart on it because he's not going to think about that heart any other day of the year. Uh, but Capper, you seem to not buy into the commercial bullshit aspect, but you still like the day. Tell me about that. Well, it's at its core, it's a celebration of love and. That's something we could all use in these times, trying times, I should say. Um, Brave. I just don't want, I think it's a little bit different, especially when you can go out to restaurants and sit down and enjoy a nice three-course meal and a nice bottle of wine and you get dessert because you're feeling gluttonous that evening. Sounds delightful. You're just, you're staring into each other's eyes and it's beautiful. We're not going to be able to do that this year. 
I'm not buying a four course meal for takeout. I'm just not going to do it. So we're doing it Friday night. We're not going to get upcharged for it. We're going to order the same things that we could get Sunday night for a little bit cheaper. It'll be really nice at home. You know, we'll fall in love all over again. Uh, but I guess that's like this. This is my main like issue with Valentine's Day is like <laughs> the pressure and the buildup of one day that happens to represent love. First of all, we're gonna talk about it's a day that represents love. Then I'm like, then what the fuck is Christmas, Hanukkah, Thanksgiving, all these fucking holidays where it's about how much you love the people in your life, and and the other part. Mm. Well, I guess like uh, mm. Joe, you ever used a pressure cooker before? Brother, like you're making rice man, in a rice you cooker. You think I haven't used a pressure cooker? And, and, and sometimes you just need to release the steam, right? Yeah. So, Otherwise, it could explode. So you're describing your Ooh. relationship as a pressure cooker that you need to release the steam sometimes, so it doesn't. Explode. Well, you could use it as that metaphor for a a poor relationship, or just you know sometimes it's nice to have the reminder. As you said, some of us aren't. We need the reminder to jog our memories to care. And uh, Valentine's Day, Christmas. Easter, these are all great holidays to do so. I, I think uh, you should make more days of the year your Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a holiday. I don't. That's Valentine's Day. I don't think it's well, a holiday. Even represents love. I think it represents almost an absence of love. In that it needs to be celebrated. It's the equivalent of the absentee father who takes his kids to Dave and Buster's to make up for the lack of visitation time the other parts of the year. <laughs> you're putting pressure on Valentine's Day because you're, the rest of your year is lacking. And I just. And, and I guess the other part of it is just like, I don't know, it seems like more of a, if you're in a couple, Valentine's Day sort of lacks its luster. If you're not in a couple, it's sort of just like, whoa, a loud whoa, fuck whoa. You. Can I push back on that for go a ahead, second? Yeah, I'll push back as well. I'll push back. As someone who uh, clearly has a lot of machinations around holidays and how to use them strategically, <laughs> uh, let, me, let me wax poetically about a certain high school relationship that I know of. Uh, sometimes, you know, you're, with, you're a nerd, you're dating a nerd, you don't know how to progress the relationship. So these sort of uh, Valentine's Day, prom night, these big, uh, big points kind of allow you to each have that conversation like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, it's a special night. We're high schoolers who don't know what we're doing. And now you're progressing the relationship. And that's a beautiful thing. I don't know, but I'm going to push back on this. So you're suggesting people enjoy having Valentine's Day as a pressure point at a time to determine what they are in a relationship? What if you've been dating someone? Yeah, like high school hand What if you've been dating the someone original three high weeks are. man? You're not sure where it's going. Valentine's Day is going to accelerate that shit That's majorly. a great shitter get off the pot moment then. Perfect. <laughs> well, you well, can I'm, use, I'm glad. you get these inflection points that help you make decisions. I'm I'm pretty fired up. Miss Capper's gone to bed now and won't hear this, but there are <laughs> three specific evenings a married man looks forward to. That is anniversary. That is birthday. Super Bowl. And it's Valentine's, oh, Valentine's Day. Day. I'm sorry. I'm the third one is Valentine's Day, boys. <laughs> <laughs> she woke up she woke <laughs> up it's over <laughs> like like the one thing i'm not gonna allow us to, to do, do anymore the one thing i'm not gonna allow us to do is is broach the topic of sex because we're gonna lose the very few listeners well we that have. no i wasn't talking about that i was talking about actually loving each other okay just like caressing each other in a cuddle <laughs> I, joe okay I, what okay what ray man I was going to bring it back to the practical aspect here because, like, you guys keep waxing poetically about love. Sure, if your Valentine's Day is only about love to you, then you guess you don't need the day. 
But there's plenty of other great things about Valentine's Day. Like It's a night where you get off work slightly early. You don't have to respond to emails that night. Like Why would you want to take that away all because you think Valentine's Dude. Day needs to be more than that? Uh, yeah, well, like so- First, you're going to come for Valentine's Day. Then you're going to come for Easter. Then you're going to come for Sukkot. Then you're going to come for National Margarita Day. That's February 26th, by the way. Get ready for next week. Much better And then holiday. you're going to come for a weekend, Joe. When do you give? It's a much better. What gives? And so, and here's the thing. I think the other part of Valentine's Day is no one, I tried to look it up. No one really knows what the fuck this thing is. St. Valentine is the patron. Oh, yeah, I wikied it, too. So, it get no this. St. Valentine's Day yeah, is know. the patron saint of interventions regarding beekeeping, epilepsy, as well as the plague, fainting, and traveling. At least two of those five things are much cooler holidays than this fake Hallmark shit we pretend is important. Uh, I wish we had a big holiday around beekeeping. Like, the world is dying. Uh, We're dying. We need, we need to take better care of our bees. It's, it's a national crisis. But, uh, I don't know. I think one of, my, one of my other issues with Valentine's Day is just, like, it's fucking... Oh, you see the ads all over Instagram. It usually is just, like, the worst fucking people that really, really put it out there. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? You're not, you don't, you don't believe that they love each other. Is that what you're no. saying? No. I said, no, I really don't. <laughs> These two influencers that are posing in like their fucking so boxers own. or whatever. No, I don't think they fucking love each other. I think they want to fuck and like, good for you. But like, you don't want, you don't want a nice pair of me undies <laughs> this Valentine's day. I, I would take not a sponsor, not a sponsor, not a sponsor, no, not, d- a sponsor. not a sponsor guys. Don't wear any underwear. <laughs> Um, and Jesus, don't buy me any. So y- you went to the story of Valentine's Day, but failed to mention that the earliest recorded history of celebrating a St. Valentine or Valentine's Day in general can be traced all the way back to the story of the wolves in the den of Rome that had sex and created Sir Romulus and Remus that founded democracy itself. And you can trace that all the yeah, way back so, to Valentine's Day. So, why, so yeah, you want to celebrate this fucking crazy bestiality shit? That's your, that's your fucking holiday. No, of no, it's wolves. It's wolves having sex with wolves. It's fine. But they, they created Just humans. Mating. Well, no one knows how that worked. <laughs> I still, still don't. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> unless you have a better origin story, Joe, we're going with Valentine's Day and Robulus and Rebus. No, I, I, I think, uh, to be honest, it, yeah. it feels like we're fairly on the fence here. I will stand like mm. I, 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 stand I have, down. I have Valentine's Day plans. They're going to be fine. But uh, we ask each other what we want to do and we make like a nice night of it. It's not supposed it's not like a high. Well, that sounds thing. delightful. Why are you against that? Because we do that plenty times. It's uh, <laughs> it's a nice thing to do. But you all. It, well, yeah, you might do it plenty of times, but you also know Sunday night what day mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, you know what day you it is. You know what day it is. You know I, what day it is. I think it's an overall net negative for society. I hate Valentine's uh, Day. Pro tip. Pro tip for my uh, for my schemers out there who like chocolate, get a get one of those really fancy assorted boxes that's like two two of each flavor. That way you're gonna get now. Half of you want to so. know what the best fucking day of the year is? February fifteenth at CVS. That is my holiday. That's uh, best best. You like the Feroshi Roshis? What? I can never find a good <laughs> sampler anymore. It's like 
It's oh, just the shittiest samplers. You gotta get. Where do you yeah. go to get good samplers? You go online, dude. Go to a real chocolatier. Oh, oh that makes sense. Off. Yeah, they'll go they'll mail it right to you. We're in the middle go, of a pandemic. You go to CVS I, got, I got chocolate and you coming get in from the New York City, brother. shaped like a fucking heart that has the stuffing with the strawberry shit that everyone fucking hates. That's what you do. Yeah, those and are bad. And we do it every year. You don't have to get those. those. It's a terrible don't holiday. Don't get the Russell Stovers. It's Russell Stovers is a lie. Okay, it's a terrible holiday. Yeah, Russell Stover. Russell Stover. Over's a fraud. Gentlemen, this horse has been beaten. I met Russell. He's thoroughly sucks. dead. Uh, More fraudulent than Dabo. Let's, uh, let's, let's uh, do a logical transition. It's Valentine's Day, and like Raidman sort of intimated, intimated uh, uncomfortably, it is a time to you know, some people think about the future. So we're going to go over a few futures we like. Um, I guess uh, to start things off, uh, we won't necessarily do it by sport. We'll do it cross sport. Uh, Capper, what's a, what's a future you like right now? Um, well, I prepared for this show by doing nothing. I messaged surprise, our good friend. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I messaged our good friend, Cannon. Well, I'm still victory lapping from not only dominating college football season, but also Dominating the Super hey, Bowl, hey, take, dominating take NFL. How about off. that Gronk take touchdown, everyone? Off, buddy. You, I threw my Gronk arm. GD. I threw my arm out, passing, just patting myself on the back. It's pretty difficult right now for me. But I, I messaged our good friend Canada Adam, who we haven't heard from in a while. NHL season is in full swing. I don't know how the hell they're doing it this year. They're like 15 games deep each. They are only playing teams that. They're, like I always get the notifications, they're playing the same teams over and it over. It is pretty funny. Every some teams are just getting, some teams are getting bloodied, like just getting destroyed because they're playing these just monster teams like three nights in a row. It's just ridiculous. Um, but our friend, our good friend, Canada Adam, loves the Vegas Golden Knights to make a deep run for the Stanley Cup this season. Oh, boy. He says it pains him to say this. He does not like the Vegas Knights, which, I mean, I understand he's from Canada. So there's nothing worse to a Canadian than Las Vegas probably, What right? are you talking about? Why would that make sense at all? <laughs> but, <laughs> but. We'll go with it. He didn't the prepare, play, Joe. He didn't prepare. The play, the play of the NHL season is an exact Stanley Cup matchup, Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Oh shit! And if you want to du- like, if you want to double down on it, take the Vegas Knights to win the Stanley Cup this season. Twenty twenty one champions. What's the payout? You got to go cream this year. I think you got to go cream. You look I, at all the champions this year. They're all such good teams because like this is such just a weird year. Talent rises to the top. Cream rises to the top. You put a little cream in your coffee. Dude, it's, a, it's sitting there. It's foamy. It is a bold. I like it. it in, a we, in COVID years, it is bold, but this could be the year. The Leafs look pretty strong, which seems like the death knell for, for any Leafs fan. Uh, That's true. Yeah, it's probably not the year but for But Austin Matthews leading the league in goals right now. Mitchell Marner, my favorite fucking player. He is, he is turning it on. They're... Uh, they're looking pretty good. They got a few guys. They they were young for a while, and now they have a few guys in their prime. I like it. Uh, I'll give you one one I like, which is uh, Blaze. This is a buy low spot for me. It's Blazers plus eleven hundred to win their division. Uh, I think it's a bet that you uh, throw ten bucks on. 
20 bucks on and uh, the reason why i like taking it right now to open the season they were around plus 351 in the division uh cj mccollum and, Nur and uh nurkic have been out for the past month because they were hurt but uh the blazers are still in the hunt they're 13 and 10 six games back of the utah jazz who are just I think they're going to come back that's down a to lot earth. of games to they're, make up. They're going to come back down to earth at some point. But the reason why I like the Blazers is because they're in this buy low spot because they're 13, 10 CJ is going to be coming back next week. He was averaging 27 points before the injury. Nurkic should be back in the next month after that from the wrist. And the Blazers are a team that has urge have urgency. They have a bunch of players who are in their like similar leaf store. They're in their prime right now. In Melo's case, they have a loud fucking clock. They, they play with confidence. They play with experience. I think Dame is a top five player when he's on. Uh, at plus 1,100 just to win the division, uh, I think that's a good bet. Or if you want to get super saucy, you can toss five on plus 5,000 to win the ship, but that's not going not gonna to happen. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, I, I don't it's... I don't hate the eleven to one to win the Northwest. I think the Jazz might have too big of a lead and you also have the Nuggets right there, a game behind yeah. the Trailblazers. But at eleven to one it seems kind of reasonable. Uh two quality teams. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with Capper's cream philosophy because I agree with it. Uh, we've seen in the pandemic that uh, the winners win. It's, it's really that simple. And LeBron James plus 160 to win the MVP on Bovada right now. Get it now because it's minus 200 on sports or minus like 200 or something insane on Sportsbook. Uh, the narrative's there. LeBron doesn't get injured this year. He wins the MVP. It's that simple. People are ready for LeBron to win again in his age 36 season. Uh, just take They're us to the bank. They're ready for it. They're, like every, the, the, the world, they're already crowning him the MVP. It's insane what you see on Twitter. Yeah, it's pretty true. I think it, I think it, take, um, I, oh, I would just say, I think it's a testament to how little people are paying attention to the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah but that's why he's going to win. I I do think I like yeah. that mostly because Donkic, it seems like he, the the Mavs are He's played himself out. So the Mavs done. Uh, Nuggets are a 500 Giannis team right doesn't now. Doesn't really have the juice right now. The Nets are the He's team won too many. in the Eastern Conference, but Durant's not going to play enough regular season games, I think, to ultimately win the award. Um, yeah, and with the Harden trade, I don't think voters are going to vote for Durant to win the MVP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, think, I, it's LeBron's to lose if he doesn't get injured. I think that's fair. It has been, it has been pretty crazy for futures this year, or in last, yeah, last year plus, I guess now. Um, you're looking at the best college football team of the last decade won the national championship. You're looking at LeBron James, who's the best basketball player alive. Not named Michael Jordan. We're not going to get into that. We, we can do that. We can hit that one. NBA championship. Um, what about Korea? The Tampa Bay Lightning, who won the President's Cup uh, the year before the pandemic, flamed out in the first round. They came back to win the Stanley Cup last year. The Dodgers, who are the best team of the last decade in the MLB, won the World Series. Like all these teams are just converging to finally like, there's just so much going on that like the best players, the best teams, the best they're just doing it. Yeah, failing every single in every single sport so far. There haven't been any major upsets really. Uh, the NBA bubble had a few in the first two rounds of the playoffs, and I know the NHL always has upsets. So like that, you know, throw those out. But the best teams ended up winning these games. It's a little bit different, I think, for college basketball. Um, but if I had to pick, take a stab at a team that I like going into March here in another month and a half, I'm taking the Hoos, Virginia. I'm doing it. Mm. They've been there. They've won it. They have a coach who's won a national championship. What's the payout on that? Um, they're 20 to 1 right now. 20 to 1. Uh, I just. You know, if you're going outside of the top two 
teams, yeah. which obviously Baylor and Gonzaga, they look unbeatable right now. Um, I think March is enough of a variance right now where you can find a little bit of a value where a team's going to be a two seed, a you know, high three seed, potentially a, a lower one seed. They could play themselves into a one still for sure. Take, I think you've got to take a stab at a lo- like a longer value here than just taking chalk in yeah. these. I'm just March more inclined, games. but I'm more I mean, inc- one of those two teams is going to win. The yeah, I'm more inclined <laughs> just not to take a future because I haven't watched any teams that are close to Gonzaga or Baylor. Like they, they have just been wiping the Baylor's fucking sick. floor with people. Uh, uh, Capper, I actually have a similar play to that on my board. I had UVA to win the ACC tournament plus three fifty. Didn't want to mess with Gonzaga or Baylor. Kind of seems like Gonzaga's year, in my opinion, because yeah. uh, like they're going to win the pandemic here. But uh, UVA, Ken Palm nine ranked the best team, teams the last by far the best team in the ACC. You can get plus three fifty on them to win the ACC tournament. They'll have to win three games to do so. Uh, I like that. Out one of a curiosity, lot. what are, what are, du- what are Duke's odds to win the ACC tournament? Yeah. It's like twenty two to one. <laughs> Way too good. Uh, just, yeah, just lot. terrible. Not seeing it. It's good for them. Uh, are those the only futures you guys have? I got one more, and this yeah. one I like a lot. This is the spiciest of spicy plays. Kentucky to win the SEC tournament, fifty to one. Now, hear me <laughs> out. One, it's just, it's just one weekend. They have to play it's well for one Kentucky weekend. Thing. Lord knows they have the talent. Uh, they're not going to make the NCAA. They have already played themselves out, even if they win out in the regular season. Kentucky is not going to be in the NCAA tournament unless they win the SEC tournament. Maybe some teams drop out. Maybe not. But Kentucky at 5-13 and 13 is surprisingly ranked. Ken Palm, uh, what is it? They are ranked Ken Palm 60 with the 23rd best defense. Uh, oh, they start to string together some Ws. Would you really be that surprised? 50-1 to one to win one SEC tournament. Uh, I... I bet it all. It's amazing. That's going to fall. There's too much talent um, on that team. It's interesting. The little bit I know about the SEC tournament, it's in Nashville. It's at Bridgestone. Those are home matches, home games for Kentucky. Not sure how many people are going to be in the stands. Yeah, it might be a little different this year. But, like, they are very comfortable winning in the SEC tournament. They have been under Calipari for many years. So, 50 it's to 1 to win the SEC tournament. I, Not to win I the will, SEC, just the tournament. I I don't know that there's a standout team in the SEC. I think you're looking at Bama. Bama. Um, and Bama's you're, good. Yeah. And Bama just got took to the wire by South Carolina, I think, a couple of days ago. So Tennessee is really good this year again. But that's a Rick Barnes team, and we all know what happens there. So you're We've saying you kind of like We've it? We've seen it. I don't know. I don't like it at all. I hate it. 50 but. to 1 for those who want the shot. Goodness gracious. I don't want the shot. I, uh, I don't want the shot. I don't need the shot. Uh, I do think uh, we should at least touch on the court. Next year's NFL futures were released. Uh, the, on Bovada, at least, the Chiefs are plus 500, best odds, followed by the Bucks at plus 700. Uh, the team I like near the top, closer top tier, is uh, I'm actually a decent fan of the Los Angeles Rams. You can get them at plus 1,400 on Bovada. I'm a real believer in their defense, and I think having Matthew Stafford combined with second-year Cam Akers, uh, who I think is going to prove himself to be one of the best backs in football next season, they're going to be not just uh, balanced, they're going to be dangerous on offense in combination with that dangerous defense. Uh, I They're not a team I want to face head-to-head. They have a Super Bowl ped- pedigree under Sean McVay. Uh, they're my favorite sort of top-tier uh, team and I know Capper. We have another one we agreed on that was like more of a long shot. 
Yeah, so I looked back um, preseason favorites at the first week of the NFL season. There has not been a winner um, over 40-1 to um, in the last 15 years. The longest shot to win the Super Bowl in the last 15 years has been the Eagles, who kind of came out of nowhere, obviously won with the backup quarterback uh, a few years back. But we're going back to the same division here. I really like the football team this year. Mm-hmm. Love them. Football team, they got the numbers on the helmets. They're looking good. One of the best defenses in the NFL this season. And I think what you're looking at is kind of similar to what the Bucks had last season going into the offseason. Um, looking at them in February when they didn't have a quarterback, they're coming back with Jameis Winston or a question mark at quarterback. Obviously, we knew they were going to make a move from Jameis, but they were 120 to one to win the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl was played last season. Get Tom Brady, get Gronk, make a bunch of additions on the defensive side of the football, win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. After they get Brady, they jump down to 20 to one. Same thing with football team here. They're 60 to one right now. They could potentially make a huge move at the quarterback position. We know they made a run at Matthew Stafford. Um, I think that you're looking at very high upside depending on who they get to play quarterback for them next year. Um, With that defense, I think there's very low, you know, it's a, it's a very low floor or high floor for them because of how good that defense is and how bad that division is. So I think think you can take a stab at them as a long shot. The same way I, 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 just to pile on that before Rayman touches on it. I, I think you saw exactly how Tampa Bay beat Kansas city. They got after Patrick Mahomes. They, there is no offense that works Four guys. Yeah, There's no offense that works when your quarterback is on the run like that. And Washington has four first rounders on the defensive line. They're just really, really good on the line, and that makes everything better. And what? And I, I guess I'd ask if they theoretically, 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 if they got Deshaun Watson, what do their odds jump to? Ten. They're the favorite in the NFC. No, still would be Green Bay or Tampa Bay, but I don't. Oh, I don't know. I think they jump Green Bay because I think Green Bay is the favorite right now, right? Tampa's this. Green Bay's ahead of Tampa's Tampa. around ten to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Green Bay's not. Uh, I think you guys are being idiots and have extremely short-term memories. Uh, Give me Kansas City plus 550. They're by far the best team in the NFL. Uh, The offensive line doesn't go down. They win the Super Bowl, and they have two losses on the season. Really only should have been one. (laughs) They are are great. Mahomes in his prime. You're getting 6-1 to or 550-1, to depending on what book you have on KC. Just take it. If you want a long shot because you have to have a long shot, give me the Browns. They also have a good defense next year. They have one of the best defensive linemen as well for all the same reasons, and Baker might be cooking something there. And it seems a little bit more exciting. Maybe we can lure some free agents. They looked a little wild. Mm. They, looked, they looked pretty decent uh, later. Defense in the- they, they had solid. a good end. And Nick defense was more soft. so more than Baker, Nick, Chubb, Nick, Nick Chubb and Kareem hunt. They ran the way they ran the ball. Like, uh, Nick Chubb in particular is just even, even though he's put up the stats still criminally underrated. Uh, one of the best running backs for sure. I, I mean, are you, are you feeling that bad about football team with Heineke starting? Yeah. They You can't win with Heineke. Hey, two Heineken's. Uh, he can play good free agent, good free agent wide receiver class. They can add some depth there for you know get a couple playmakers. Washington, they ditched the racist logo. I mean, 
everything's aligning for the football team. I like Antonio Gibson. I like McLaurin. I like Logan Thomas. I think they can add some logical pieces there. I think they have a defensive line that's going to make the defense way better. And then you get you get one weapon. I the, I think you need a quarterback. I don't think I think if uh, you got to have a quarterback, you got to have, have Heineke. But who knows that? But he's your backup. Ugh. I mean, the fact is, they made the playoffs with what at quarterback? Like, literally, how many teams? Oh, were... stop it. They made the playoffs, dude. It was the NFC East. They, they made didn't, the playoffs. They have an 8 9 and 7 play- record. They, yeah, but they can only play teams on the schedule. They made the playoffs, and you. Yeah, and they did yeah. really bad on their schedule. <laughs> I, I'm 66 playing? and 1 for a reason, guys. Year? But their team. They, they get those they liter- six teams again. You don't, you don't see many teams, teams that each. literally release their first round draft pick with two weeks left in the season. And then uh, end up becoming better because of it. Uh, I think they have that. Oh, that's the a books. vote of confidence. But I don't know. <laughs> well, I just mean I just think it just. Is, I'll take the Chiefs. It's just you guys take the football team. Whatever. Take shock. I think they lose. There's a lot of quarterbacks on the market this year. They they're going to make a run at one strong. I think if the Texans not, are going to hold up in the draft and, and get a rookie quarterback. So take to shine off the market. To uh, all right, uh, Carson Wentz to close us. Carson Wentz, I've heard, I've heard to the Bears potentially, which could be interesting. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be available because Carolina is moving. Yeah, that's perfect. Derek Carr, maybe. Oh, you got to get Carr. You got oh, Jameis? Derek, Derek Carr. Derek, Derek Carr has to in return there. to the Texans where he can get sacked 200 times like his older brother. Uh, <laughs> return. Let's uh, keep to close this Jimmy out, G. To close this out. Jimmy G uh, might be on the market. I add one thing. Cam Newton? To... Cam Newton's on the market. To close us out, I had one item. Reunite with, I, I, I with thought, Ron, uh, Riverboat Ron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, close us out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you... I'm ready. I'm ready for the closeout. To, uh, I have one item I wanted to touch on, and this was an article that was in Dave Campbell's Texas Football where – they surveyed. Of course, it is. They surveyed 32 <laughs> of the top Texas high school football recruits and promised them anonymity. And they asked them all one question. This is from the 2021 class that just signed. Which in-state school is the most overrated, and why? Um, and these are their responses. Texas have been an average team for a while. Texas do not know how to recruit right. UT Austin. Texas, they get tons of highly rated recruits, but they can't seem to put those super talented guys on the field and have them pan out. University of Texas, they get top guys every year, but they don't put them in the league. Texas, Texas and boosters, Alabama. Uh, one one player said <laughs> one player said they are not. Uh, Texas because they play LSU. UT because they suck. UT because they're UT. Baylor, horrible town and bad program since rule left. That's an honest answer. Yes. UT, they just are. Texas, they don't have a history of producing talent in the league. Oklahoma State, just because. SMU, they don't they're play. They're not in this state. They don't play any elite teams. Uh, Texas, it never gets better. Texas Tech, because my friend Kobe is about to go there. Texas, lol. Uh, Texas A&M, they're just overrated. Texas, I don't know why. Texas, Baylor, I don't think any are overrated. Texas, I don't know, they annoying. Texas, they never produce and they constantly get multiple top recruits. Texas, not sure. Texas because horns down. And A&M, they lost to UCLA in football. That's all. 
I'm pretty sure that was like five years ago, but people don't forget. <laughs> yeah, Texas <laughs> lost amazing. to UCLA like six years ago, so whatever. Uh, but it, it totally... That was the Charlie Strong coin flip game. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. But yeah, that was uh, 21 responses for the Longhorns, uh, which I thought was very nice. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for this first I think, uh, post-football well, I'd season say, episode. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say Joe has one thing to say to those kids. They're haters. No, honestly, I can't really argue with any of them based on recent history. Uh, I, I, especially the guy said, the guy said Oklahoma State. Uh, I'm shocked he did. A, a player who, when asked who the most overrated program in the state of Texas is, that says Oklahoma State. I'm shocked that they did not attend Oklahoma State, but I think he'll have a great future at Texas Tech. <laughs>